0: Welcome back to Coast to Coast, the Hockey Podcast. My name is March, joined by uh, my co-host Danny, um, alongside a known guest on our podcast, Alex. Um, Today, we're just going to be talking about recent news. Uh, We have a few things on our agenda. Um, Things about Montreal, we'll look at Montreal games recently, and then we'll go and transition into certain things regarding like Boston, Vancouver, and stuff like that. Uh, So far, we're about a quarter way through the season. Uh, so we might have some opinions on that. There's a couple of things like the Edmonton Oilers, and then we have a couple fun questions to go off of. Um, but anyways, yeah. So Danny, how are you?
1: Hey man, I am doing so good, um, so so good. At least for me personally. So it's it's been a, it's been an awesome week overall. So what about yourself? That's
0: that's good. Uh, I've been I've been busier than usual. I've I made a few big purchases recently and mm-hmm. trying to sort things out like that, but. For the most part, I wanted to get a an episode out today, and, and so far, I think we're going to have a good one. Alex, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, how are you guys? We <laughs> are both pretty good.
2: Yeah, I know. You guys just said that. I don't know why I asked that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, doing good. I'm on strike uh, in Quebec, uh, so not much has been done this week, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I heard about that actually at work. Uh, seems like this, the teachers are on strike, and oh,
0: I don't know really who else.
1: But yeah, yeah, in Montreal oh. at least, or Quebec—is it like Quebec-wide or is it uh, only in Montreal?
2: No, it's it's Quebec-wide. Everyone who works for the provincial, like you said, the teacher, everyone in the uh, healthcare sector, which I work in. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in. I'm not like in healthcare. I'm just in yeah. IT. But for mm-hmm. them, so yeah have to do it but yeah everyone this is awesome
1: is, is it uh, is it paid strike
2: uh it depends which uh for who represent you for me yeah. they they do pay me but i know some Good. of them don't like the teachers aren't paid and they have like unlimited strike which it's uh full days so yeah yeah,
1: yeah i heard tough. about that actually even like the people at work they were saying oh uh we can't wait for it and then there's other people saying, oh it might even continue even more so um stay tuned or move to Alberta I guess but um <laughs> 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 okay let's talk um, let's talk hockey guys um, I'm looking at um, a few things here on my side so um like you said in march let's let's begin with the hockey uh, news on the Montreal front um which is more of interest for myself at least so and I know for Alex mm-hmm. as well so um so recent games, we don't have to go through the entire thing here, but I'm looking at the last few games, up until that game when we won, um, well Montreal won. Look at the biasm here. But um, when we, when Montreal won against Boston with Montembeau, of course, uh, in OT, uh, that was uh, two Saturdays ago. Um, do you guys remember anything about that game? Uh, an OT winner, so you guys remember who won, who scored? Is,
0: is that the last time? Uh... I'm going to put put a bit of a jab here to Alex, considering he's a big uh, Caulfield supporter. Is that the last time Caulfield got a point? I think so, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just joking, by the way.
2: <laughs> but I think so. I, I can't remember, wow. but uh, I believe that's true. If I look at it, yeah, it does seem like it was the last game he had a point. Well, he had one anyways, I was just
0: joking, but uh, we'll have to talk about him in a, in a, a little bit later on. But I just remember that was a really fun game. Um, um, it seemed uh, as if, I mean, that was our last win um, before our win yesterday in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, because we the whole week we went uh, 4-0, or 0-4, my bad. Sorry, I was getting excited there. Um, Danny, do you have any thoughts about that game?
1: If I remember correctly, and I'm going completely off memory here, I think it was Ghoulie who scored. Am I right, guys?
0: Yeah. Oh, in overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was, yeah, in Montreal.
1: Yeah, it was a good, uh, good uh, rush there in the OT. So you, it was a great you, game. You know what, I, I liked it.
0: You know what's crazy is I just, I remember thinking right after that, I'm like, okay, like you have all these good like moments and you're like, oh, this is awesome. But it just like, I remember thinking right after that, I'm like, all it takes for us is just to go like 0-5 in our next games. And then like all of a sudden I just don't feel anything. Like I just feel defeated. And yeah. we went 0-4, so close enough. Yeah. But, um, you know, you go from that to like, you know, just not winning a game for the whole week. It's like, holy heck. But yeah, I do remember that. That was actually pretty fun. Yeah.
1: No, it was good. It was good. The uh, following game was uh, the, the Sunday right after. Sunday night, actually. So not even Sunday afternoon. Against uh, the Canucks, I remember correctly, that was also Casey DeSmith in net as well. Am I right, guys?
0: Mm, yes, yes. Yep. A- Ex-Montreal Canadian. Uh, canadian legend. Jersey in the... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Who's playing fantastic? We're going to get into the Canucks in a little bit, but who's playing really good for the Canucks? Um, I mean, led in two goals in that game, but the Canucks are on a different... On a heater... To say the least, um, yeah. I think that was uh, also, um, by the way, I think that was might have been like Josh Anderson's last point uh, until today, mm-hmm. where he had an assist, uh, secondary assist. Um, I don't want to get into Josh Anderson, but uh, you know, anyways.
1: Oh, we can get into it a little bit. You <laughs> just,
0: there's not much. No, the thing is, there's not much to say. I agree. There's there really like is. And I
2: mean, he's trying. <laughs> You see him. He skates. He skates pretty good. But, oh yeah,
0: he's a really man, yeah. He really skates.
2: That guy's been in the fucking empty net. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. You see him in I practice.
0: Know. Alan just robs him. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. You I know. remember seeing that. Did you see that, Danny? What is it? When Alan robbed him in practice. No. <laughs> like he couldn't. Even, he can't even score in uh in, in warm ups in, in the practice. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, he's cursed. But are
1: you saying something else?
0: No, I mean he, like
2: March said, he he's cursed at this point. I don't know what you can do. Uh, Marty just gives him every chance he can, but Mama just can't do anything. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm fed up of him. So I'll just yeah. leave it at I- that.
0: That's actually you mentioned a good point that I'll ask you right after we talk about some other games here. But anyways, Danny, if you want to move on. Are there any other games you would like to discuss?
1: Uh the Flames one, not so much, unless you guys want to talk about it uh, that a little bit, but uh,
0: not for me. Um Vegas, the the next one was the Vegas six five loss. That was Yeah. That was good.
2: Yeah, that
0: was a good game. Yeah. We'd actually always play pretty well and But it was annoying to see that. uh, Oh, yeah, so hold on. I'm just trying to remember here. Third period, and there was like two minutes left, and it was tied. And then they just – was it a – oh, yeah, it was a power play. Five on three, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Jack Eichel scored. Yeah, Jack Eichel scored, and then Mark Stone scored. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Gallagher high stick. Yes. Well – Yep. There you go. That's how you lose games. We're the. I think we're still the most undisciplined team in the NHL. Um, which is I so mean, ridiculous. I mean.
2: Yeah. No. It. I mean. But they're
0: very yeah. young team, right?
2: Yeah, right? they are. But I mean, at some point, you need to put some. Oh yeah! Yeah! Exactly. You, you just can't let that go. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. You go game with six, seven penalties.
0: Yeah. I, mean, no, I agree. I agree. I you what the yeah, what the heck's the point of the, like this is crazy. The amount of penalties, high sticking, cross checking, holding, high sticking uh four no three high sticking uh. There's more in violence
1: game. than uh, Game of Thrones in this and in, in this show. <laughs> in this
0: the battle is over. We have won.
1: But um this is the game where Jolinen uh, scored two goals. Uh,
0: yep. oh, yeah. Him. oh yeah, oh
1: yeah, oh so, <laughs> yeah.
2: After being benched, uh, scratched for, like, three
1: games.
2: Yeah. Which never so
0: should have been. But, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Know, sorry, was just so ridiculous that they just, they. you know, like, I understand, like, you know, Danny's not the biggest Yelonen fan, unless he wants to correct no. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. I was giving yeah. him an opportunity to become, uh, you know, be politically correct. <laughs> but he has his opinions. I don't really care for the guy. I mean, he's... You no, know, I think he's a, a, a decent scoring uh, bottom six player um, and he could develop into something really good. I think the only thing is, um, you know, like why scratch him? And this guy had this guy can actually put the puck in the net versus, you know, Anderson, who's getting top six minutes and uh, power play time. And you're just leaving is is well, we're going to get that into a second. But I was just going to ask about your um, eyes Is he on the power play at all? Second power okay. play. Yeah. So, like, so you don't want to, de- you want to develop your, your first overall pick, but you leave the guy who has two assists in 18 games and Anderson on a power play. Who, and, you know, like Danny said, Danny mentioned a few times, the, you know, soon they're going to have to replace the pane of glass behind the net. The guy never hits the net.
1: <laughs> <It> just uh,
0: <laughs> missiles. Uh, <laughs> so Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. no,
2: I agree with you.
1: So um, if there's not much uh, to talk about for the Vegas game, uh, I would say we went back to Boston the following Saturday. Uh, this one didn't really go that well. Um, side note, I mean, this is not really Habs-worthy note uh, Habs worthy information, but I was actually looking forward to seeing what was going on in, in Boston and it they didn't really skip a beat since losing uh, Krejci and, and Bergeron. but. I was hoping to see what Lucic would bring, and we know, about well, some of you maybe know what happened there with him. So um, that team doesn't seem like it's lost. They lost Olo, also Orlov last summer, and that doesn't seem to affect them as well. So um, it's not Orlov, Orlov, sorry. So what do, you guys think of, what do you guys think of the Boston game?
0: Um, I think, well, I will mention this was Slavkovsky's first ever two-point game. Um, which is, really? yeah, it was.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not hard to believe considering the guy's points, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, there's a bit of positive here considering the guy is, well, anyways. Um, aside from that, I mean, Pastor it's, David Pasternak and Pavel Zaka are are really doing something for for Boston here. Um, but for the most part. I thought the game was okay. Can you do you know who's in that, Danny, for for uh, Montreal? It was
1: Alan. Yeah, of course. We lost to Alan. Yeah. <laughs> what was the
0: game? Oh, sorry. In that four, what was the bad game? I remember. I remember seeing Danny tweet, uh, saying, "Oh, I, I always hurts when Montembeau, uh, you know, loses." Yeah. Which game was that?
1: I don't know. I always tweet that crying uh, baby face. You know, when I see Monty <laughs> getting scored on. I think um, uh, maybe well was it? Uh, I really don't know anymore. But I think maybe it was maybe Tampa. I'm not sure to be honest. I think it was.
0: Uh, Tampa. I would like to confirm for you. So Allen's played. I didn't. I don't even realize how many times Allen's in the net here. Uh, Primo was in against Vegas.
1: Yeah, that I know. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I completely forgot. Uh, Calgary was that Allen? Uh, I'll confirm for you guys here in a second.
1: Uh, oh,
0: so, that was montambo
1: So Tambo lost. Uh, lost against Tampa, but he was third star of the game with a save percentage of nine five seven. So
0: he lost uh, against Calgary as well, but it was no, but also think about, a, think
1: about that for a second for for what for Lightning. A save percentage ninety five point seven in a five three game, and he's third star. So,
0: yeah, I, I, I agree, and and I will say that he only let in two goals against Calgary, so he had a 9.31, and we lost. Mm-hmm. You
1: no,
0: know, yeah, I do
1: I, Calgary, maybe it was Calgary. I'm not sure.
0: You know, I do see people always mentioning, and I guess I'll ask Alex about this. I don't know what your thoughts are. Um, I want to get ahead of myself here, but the whole thing we're on the topic of Montreal goalies here. But you look at what we just talked about with Montembeau being. You know, p- pretty decent, even in losses. Um, and he can get us wins. And I think, genuinely, he's a pretty decent goalie. But out of our three goalies, the big question as of late has been the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, which one of these three goalies do you think you would send to Edmonton?
2: Well, to me, it doesn't make sense for Edmonton to go for Montalbeau or even Primo. I think the guy who makes more sense is Allen. You know, he's a leader. He's been there for a while. I don't like him, but I mean, I mean, Montabo
1: is great. I, agree. But,
2: I mean, he's good, but, you know, he has his ups and downs. You know, Allen is mostly consistent, even though he's always injured. Uh, and he, and he has his bad games, too. But I mean, why would you go from Skinner Campbell to Montabo? I mean, not that Montabo yeah. isn't better, but it's pretty much almost the same thing because, you know, he's a young goalie, didn't prove yeah,
0: didn't exactly. Prove
2: that he could be a first goalie yet. I mean, he could. And maybe it will happen, but I would go for a guy think, like yeah. Allen. But,
0: yeah, you know. I agree. And I think Allen, because he played on a crappy St. Louis team for some time and, and he's been, you know, like, sure, he loses in Montreal, but it, generally the guy, you know, I think he could... Well, not saying that necessarily Edmonton has better defense than Montreal here, but uh, um, I I do think that's the goalie that they should go for. And I don't think it's smart of Montreal to trade Montembeau either. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thought. Um, I don't know. So, Danny, we won 4-3 yesterday. Uh, Any thoughts on that against the Anaheim Ducks?
1: I like the game. I The only thing that kept on... Again, I'm not talking really Habs here. I'm a little bit diverting from the, from the topic. But I would say that uh, the entire game, I kept thinking to myself, is Drysdale another Adam Fox or Quinn Hughes, uh, Makar? Because this team is going to need a big defenseman. Not a big, big uh, in the sense of uh, of size, but they're going to need a defenseman at some point. And all these no-name Europeans that they're getting... Um, I don't know how you know or Goudas or whatever. Like I don't know how much they're gonna get with that. But uh, if Drysdale stops being injured, and we're seeing what players of the likes. Of, I mean, Trevor Zigris wasn't even on that team. Uh, you know, we had like McTavish and and Torrey Terry and all these te- all these guys complementary to big pieces like like Carlson and 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 what and so on. So. Um, this Retrano guy was also pretty impressive. I, I actually don't know him, so uh, for me it was a discovery. But um, if they can get rid of those jerseys, get a real goalie that's going to stay with them for the next 15 years. Um, I don't know. You know, Gibson kind of pisses me off a little bit like Allen, where I don't even know why he's there. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? This is a tanking team. You're trying to be good. You're 35 years old. Like, What's going on? Here? You know, like um, this is the kind of kind of goalies that pisses me off a little bit. It's uh, it's kind of like what Miller was doing in um, uh, I don't know what what one of the the seventeen teams he played with. But um, anyways, so rant over. But I liked what I saw from Anaheim. I thought that if if you want my thoughts on the Habs game, I thought this is the game where they really struggled um, protecting the puck, and I tweeted that. You know, this is the kind of game that Armia does really well in because, you know, he, he's not accountable for anything. He, he doesn't drive anything. But if if you got all these monsters jumping at him to take the puck away, he's really good at that. Like, he's a, he's a good player. I agree. In a, re, in a reactive mode. But don't ever ask him to drive anything. Like, the guy has nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. But that's it. What, what were your thoughts, guys, on, on seeing the game yesterday?
2: Uh, Alex? I mean, I, I watched the first two periods after that I went to bed, but uh, I mean, for, for once, we didn't get caught on in, like, the first minute. We yeah. did it. So, I mean, yeah. that was a big W. But, I mean, from what I saw, you know, it was okay. I mean, I like what I saw from Struble, which was his first game. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, good I, point. Didn't, I, I didn't know that guy could skate that well. I mean, I mean, I, I think we got a good bottom 4 D in him.
0: Uh, yeah, he, but how many how, how many defensemen do we need here?
2: I know, but they'll have to decide who they want. But, you know, uh, in a way, I prefer a guy like Struble instead of Jackai. Uh
0: Ooh. It might be a
2: hot take here, but, I mean.
0: Yeah, you've just Struble declared is, war uh, against Danny.
2: <laughs> I mean Struble is uh it's truly a work of force. You, you saw the guy who wasn't scared of hitting too when uh, big body Greek god like uh said. Oh yeah
0: the Greek god.
2: Well <laughs> yeah, otherwise uh, you know heavens had two to assist. I didn't know that. Great for him. Oh yeah he did. <laughs> that guy I'm,
1: Mark, I'm looking at uh, the Greek gods uh, IMDB not an IMDB. Um, <laughs> hockey league. <laughs> yeah, Hockey DB. sorry guys, uh, you know, uh, they are actually friends of the show, Hockey DB. So, so shout out yeah. to the the owner that we made an episode with, but um, I'm looking at the, uh, these pictures, man, like this guy started off with a shirt and a tie, nice haircut, no no smiles, no nothing, oh, Next yeah, one, yeah. like, okay, I'm going to smile here, but you know, this is going to go real quick bad, and, and the last one is just, you know what, my idol is Darnell Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so true. Yeah. So I saw someone. I saw someone tweet that they thought it was Andre Markov out there. Like he <laughs> came back. The anyways. Um. I didn't watch the game. Uh. I was I. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyways, I didn't watch the game. I am very intrigued to see how he skates because all I saw was people saying, "Well, he skates really well." um but it is nice like i did think about it because th- for forever this guy was a total bust to me um and i just thought to myself yeah and i just yeah because i said there's nothing there like i was kind of hyped because you know bergy was saying oh a Mark version was all greek god and yeah. and then you know just net, he was getting like two points and 50 games in the in a high school or the h west or, or H East, i forget where he was and i was like ah there's nothing there but then i realized that's not really his game um which is offense and so i kind of caught myself there and then you know he made his nhl debut which is a big accomplishment so Mm -hmm. you know he's an nhl defenseman here so i do think like if he could be a solid kind of like a trevor van reamsdijk or or uh lubushkin or something like that like i think you know he's very serviceable but but it's a very small sample size i'd like to see him play more but I don't think you'll get a whole lot of games this year considering we'll get guys back. But you know, knowing Montreal's injury history, was probably all season ending anyway. So um I will I, I will say I think Raphael Harvey Pennard is turning into what Jake Evans is now. Um yeah. because Jake oh. Evans had that Cinderella period yeah. where everyone was so happy and you know, this guy's great, great third line center, and then he disappeared off the planet. And then last year, Raphael Hubbard, Harvey Pinard. Wow, so good! I love this guy. Completely, just nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, something about Montreal. Like I just, I, it always, it also brings me back to when we had um, the first game. Uh, we had Jordy Ben. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember him. Um, he, uh, I think it was in twenty seventeen. His first game, he was blocking shots like David Savard. Like the guy was crazy. And everyone's cheering, everyone's on their feet, and then you know, then he turned into you know Jordy Ben that we know. <laughs> like, so I don't know what's do with Montreal or players. I guess it's just because you know Montreal is such a great place to play, and everyone talks about it, and, and they get so like starstruck at you know all the fans and all this stuff, so they really play their hearts out, and then and then they just kind of feather out because it gets you know like like anything you have or buy or or want once you've had it for a while you you get bored of it and you want something else so or in these and in this case they get used to it so maybe they don't try as hard but anyways i think i think these guys still have the potential but you know like i said i don't really see a whole lot from rhp and i don't see a whole lot from evans except those two assists which is good like i said it's the only time i noticed them i was like oh yeah jake evans
1: i think evans it's pretty apparent at this point that it's a size of problem for him um he's got the iq he's got the the speed he's got the hands a little again i'm I'm not talking here about mcdavid i'm just saying he's got the hands he's got better hands than the most good iq you know not so bad good speed but his size is always getting stapled to the to the to the boards and stuff like that like
0: well maybe that's a maybe that's the thing against his iq in a way because he is six for one and almost really 190 pounds yeah
1: and he plays like a five foot nine player,
0: yeah, so that's the thing so maybe that is a, against his i q that maybe he puts okay. himself in bad positions, but he is a seventh okay. round pick, so you know yeah. it's very you know sixty nine points in two hundred five games that's very good for a seventh round pick yeah so I don't yeah. want to complain too much he's a very serviceable bottom six player it's just he hasn't been doing that special stuff that he used to you know I think the last time he really did anything super special, well never mind I was gonna say the the, our cup run, but never mind. I yeah. just realized... <laughs> I just realized what happened to him.
1: No, but never I mean, mind. he made an impression during the cup run before he got injured. Like, he, he was doing okay. Yeah,
0: okay, yes. But I, think but but I wouldn't
1: build my team having him in mind.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah,
1: I agree. Alex, you want to say something?
2: No, I, I was just agreeing with you guys.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would have him on my team as a backup. I would have him first call-up. I would have him as... You know, even for injuries and stuff like that. But I would never say, "Oh yeah, hey guys, let's uh, let's build around Jake Evans on the fourth line here." Like this is not at all what I would have for him. So, um, okay, so that's kind of the for the games that we saw in the last week or so. Um, tomorrow, Primo is confirmed um, for San Jose. Um, mm-hmm. I just finished watching an interview with uh, Will Smith on the Empty Netters. Um, it was pretty good. The guy is pretty cool, but I already knew that, and I really uh, like him a lot. Uh, I,
0: yeah. Sorry, I, I did not... I had no idea who you were talking about for a second.
1: Will Smith, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I you know, know. I th- like, I was
0: thinking, like, keep my name out of your fucking mouth, like that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you, what's this with the Will Smith interview? Okay, yeah, Will Smith, the player that yeah. I wanted. Uh, exactly,
1: which yeah. I, I wanted as well. I was watching an interview with him he did a really good one they had really good questions for once that that whole podcast i don't really like their style but they really did a good job and um i learned so much about it you know one of his best friends who who, who that is other than uh, ryan leonard one of his best oh. friends is uh, jacob fowler there, so, we go. there
2: you go amazing uh, imagine we got both of them
1: yeah, and he was. What by
2: about- 10 yeah. Oh
1: yeah, he was late. Yeah. I
2: don't, I can't remember. Was he his coach in like uh, some sort? Of, I don't I don't remember. But he both knew each other. It would have been great. He would have been no, amazing.
1: Was, you guys should watch that episode. That 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 whole record uh, interview, just because it's fun. And he says some out of the whack stuff as well. Like he was saying, he was writing out his own teammates because um, some of his teammates in in university they were taking courses that they already knew about. Like he had one of his close friends, I don't know who that is, but maybe Ryan Leonard or someone else. And he was taking French classes, but the guy was fluent in French. Like <laughs> you know, so it was like writing uh, out and then saying some cool stuff like that and um, talking about Red Lobster and being bored in Michigan, and it was good. I, I highly recommend the episode. So
0: um, Red Lobster, I've never been there. They they closed down here in Vancouver.
1: I think uh, I think Luke Foods go there sometimes. I think.
0: Oh yes, it's have... our favorite. Hey, <laughs> Luke Foods, Alex, you need to follow this guy. He <laughs> loves gas station pepperoni. Anyways, couple Montreal items I'll bring up here. So the five v five versus power play. So we talked quickly about Cole Caulfield. Um, you know Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield so far this season. Uh, I'm, you know what? As a Nick Suzuki fan, I can't tell you his exact exact points right now, yeah. um, but. 6-11. Alex, what is it? He got six goals and 11 assists in 19 games. So, 17 points. Okay. Yep. And what is Caulfield at? 5-10. Five, 5-10. Five, I'm not ten. talking about okay. his height there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that's the thing. Like, you're like, oh, these guys are doing decent. But it's like, how many of those are 5v5 pro- production? Like, yep. it was... Because listen, like I am a number one Alex Burroughs hater, and this and so far, everyone this year has been telling me he's not the power play coach, and my power play is Martin St. Louis. Yeah, okay, what the heck does Burroughs do, man? Like, that's even more reason to get rid of the guy, man. Like, I so you know, and and I am turning on Martin St. Louis, no, not necessarily, but this is not the type of coach I feel comfortable with once the team needs to win. I feel like it's great for a rebuilding team because you get, you know, the freedom. But once we need to start c- catching some wins here, you need yeah. to get a very good, you know, someone who's, you know, within this century, born within the century and who who understands current hockey and is structured, you know, and I and my favorite structured coach in our you know, recent history since I started watching Montreal was Claude Julien. I just felt that because he didn't really shuffle lines like he's the one who kept I and. He's the one who kept um, Kakaniemi, Army, and and always together. Like, that was his thing. And since then, and, and then we had... Who did we have after him? Ducharme. Was it Ducharme? Yeah, it was yeah. Ducharme.
1: It was your favorite,
0: yeah. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's, this is how much I don't like him. I don't remember him. Um, <laughs> I felt like... Like, I just never liked Blender. Like, I hate the Blender. I just say, you know, you're never going to get consistency if you just continuously change line mates, especially for someone like Kaknemi or Sofkowski or, you know, a player that you want to develop. Um, Martin St. Louis is slowly bringing that out, which I'm not a huge fan of. However, he is dealing with injuries. So it's in, in all fairness, it's fine, but there are certain things I don't like about it. And I, Danny, you mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned this, um, but with Sofkowski, they don't want to break, put him down because they want him to be coached by Martin St. Louis. Like that's the team. That's the coach they want for him, which I, you know, take or leave it. It might not be the greatest idea, but you know, our five V five struggles in a sense, our power play isn't that bad, but it's still, you know, it's doing okay with, with Anderson who has two assists uh, and, and on the first one. And it's like, yeah, because Cole Confield and and I, who's another player on our power play that's really performing? I guess Matheson, right? Yeah, Matheson, probably. Yeah, But I mean, Matheson. from what I'm
2: seeing every time our power play is on the ice, the first one do, does absolutely nothing, gets hammered every time. And you get the second power play with a guy like Gallagher and Hook, and somehow they just make it work. Because if you look, yeah. most, of the, most of these goals, you know, the first power play will do some goals. From time to time,
0: but the second power play, I don't know why, but they're clicking. You, you know what? Danny had actually a really good point. And he's Danny, I know you're not the biggest Gallagher fan, yeah. but you didn't mention something really smart last that's week. what about I'm, saying, Gallagher. Like I'm
1: a fair guy. Like it's I, I tell it like I say it and, and yeah, go ahead.
0: Well you, you you well, I was gonna let you go ahead. You mentioned something about Gallagher in terms of structure and and how he plays the game. Yeah, uh, do you remember that? Yeah, of course. I mean, you want me to say it? Yeah, I say it.
1: Yeah, so basically I was saying to March, and this is well before he started scoring goal after goal, goal after goal, but uh, it came out in interviews with, with Saint-Louis that, you know, like he was telling the players, oh, you have to get the freedom and the sense and let, let the players play. Okay, fine. And then you can see all the players all struggling. But the only guy who's doing things the right way, the old way, is is is, is Gallagher. Like dumping dumping the pucks and chasing them and hitting and finishing his checks, uh, using the boards, um, passing and, you know, you know, none of that back passing and, and, and spin around <laughs> and bullshit like that, you know? So, you know me, Marsh, like I've been a huge Gallagher hater my entire life, but um, but I have to say he's the only, well, he was the only player playing the right way. And now other people are doing the same thing and they gave him the Pearson line and he, he's doing really good with that but um, I just wish uh, yeah. more of the players did the same thing and I don't know maybe this is like St. Louis evolving I'm not sure
0: yeah it's a good point because I think it, it, it's concerning that structure I was talking about the club Julian had where it's like you know he's doing things because and and I it might be Martin St. Louis evolving but I feel like it's more about him evolving but Gallagher saying you know what I can't even chase the puck yeah, I I'm I'm, you know, like I will never. But what I should just do, is, you know, I've got Pearson and I've got Monahan. You know, these this is a poor man's Tatar and Dano.
1: Yeah.
0: Why don't I figure out like why don't I go back in front of the net the way I used to? Why don't I like you know t- just talk with them and 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 figure out you know like plays that I can keep up with in the corner and all this stuff. Like you can just watch him play. Like you watch like you'll watch Nick Suzuki like he's the leader of points on Montreal and he'll lose the puck and he and he gets hit and he all this stuff and it's like there's no structure and he'll pass it in into the slot and do turnover and it's just like it's frustrating but he gets points but then there's Gallagher who's like okay he's doing something that looks familiar and it's like this structured play that you'd think like it's a Claude Julien thing or if it's well I say Claude Julien because I'm not going to give any credit to Terrien, and I'm not giving any credit to JuJu so i'll give credit to julian because i don't like hate the guy i just think he never fit our okay no one fits our our players at the time like we had zero offense and zero we just had price so anyways but yeah that's what what i
1: on, on, on gallagher this season what what are your thoughts on gallagher this season
2: I didn't I didn't think you guys were talking to me.
1: <laughs>
2: but, yeah, I mean... No,
1: I, I am now. I am now one in your Okay, place. good. But, yeah, no,
2: I, I think uh, it was pretty rough at the beginning. I think he found his groove. I mean, he's usually always injured. I thought you would end up on the LTIR by the fifth game. Well, we'll or something.
1: On yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, he's just... Like you say, he's playing the old Galley way. I mean, you can see there's definitely not speed there. He can't play for a full minute. You know, you yeah. got to utilize him pretty well, not too much. Because, you know, but, I mean, he's doing his job. I mean, if he can continue to play like that, I mean, his contract would look less worse, even though he's highly overpaid right now. Yeah. But if he can keep playing like that, uh, going to people's face, you know, messing with people, just you know, you know, when there's a fight, you, you know, Galley's there, you know, it's it's always him. It's just funny. But if you can keep playing that way, I mean, that contract will be okay. But yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I agree. I think, but uh, right now he's on pace for twenty two goals. That's not a six and a half million dollar. Uh, you know, goal total, I think 30, 30 goals would be more ideal and something that's really, really worth it. But, um, 22 goals is a lot better than, you know, the eight he had and seven, the beer before. And, you know, so yeah. I think, uh, cause he's on pace for what he did in 2019, 2020, um, you know he's never going to be. I don't think he's ever going to be that 30 goal scorer again. But he is doing that thing because now he has a little bit of swagger and he's going. You know he was in Swayman's face. You know yapping and he's doing all these things and he's yeah. getting under people's <laughs> skins. And the past two years he hadn't been doing that. It was just a ghost. So I do like to see that. It like I said, I know Danny might not agree, but I do think you know eventually you have to have someone retire Montreal Canadian. And it, and I feel like it's no better player than the player that was on. You know, the team that I started watching, yeah. um, because a lot of those guys did. Well, Thomas Placanix didn't, but, you know, Markov did. Um, and if quite a few of those guys stopped playing w- with Montreal. So I would like uh, Gallagher, too, because there's no point. There's no meaning to it anymore. Um, and I think Gallagher is a – yeah, I, I, there's a whole situation. But anyways. I like him. I'm glad he's playing okay. He might regress a bit. Hope he doesn't get injured. Hopefully, he plays the whole season. So this is 22 goals for the whole season, by the way. So he might finish with like 10, considering Montreal's luck. Yeah. Um, well, I do have one yeah. more thing. For
1: well, before we move on from the Habs here, but uh, okay. unless you had, unless you had something else, March. Nope. Mention. Nope. I have one more thing. What do you guys think of the new uh, Air Canada tags on on the jerseys? The ads.
2: I hate it. But it's better than the fucking RBC logo on the red on the red jersey.
1: Exactly, because it yeah. fits
2: with it. You know, it, it's fine. I mean, it's red black fits with the jersey. You know, I I yeah. hate it. I don't like ads on jerseys, but it fits. Yeah. Unlike that RBC with um, weird blue and yeah. yellow.
1: Yeah. What about you, March?
0: I um I I you know why I hate it. No why? because well, a because Montreal is the only one not doing this, and then now they're well, not the only one not doing it, but you know they're one of the few teams that didn't have you know like Toronto always had milk on both, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but milk. I hate it because I thought, and it, it, this sounds strange, but I thought uh, Air Canada had a way better logo. Yeah. Uh, I I when I first saw it, I said, well, why does it look like you know some patch that. Uh, I don't know. Like I thought, it was like a very nice, like maple. Like I don't know. Maybe just like the maple leaf. Like no Air Canada underneath. Like we understand it's Air Canada. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Anyways, it's not the end of the world. I, it does blend. A, like Alex said, blends in a lot better. Um, but some some logos that don't blend in at all really work. Like for reference, Vancouver's Toronto Dominion, um, TD Bank. Yeah, because logo, it's the other color
1: color. Of- it's, it's the other color of the team but green. it
0: but it is an off green yeah like montreal's rbc logo is an off blue but My i think God. the yellow really screw but i really think the yellow screws with it and the rbc I why don't so. they just do blue and white on the rbc logo like I who agree. cares about the yellow man
1: i agree yeah i agree and, yeah I, I completely agree i was uh, i was pretty <sighs> really happy to see it because you know since this whole fiasco has, has begun i've been jealous of other teams and i can't name the names of those companies, but I've been jealous of some teams that have a logo that just matches the overall theme. And I was like, ah, man, why why don't we have something like this? I think uh, the wild is one of those teams. I'm not sure, but I, I think it's either the wild or the Rangers that they have like a an ad that, that really blends in really nicely. Um, and then so when I saw the one from Air Canada, I was like, oh, this is not so bad. It's a maple leaf. It's a Canadian thing. It looks like a circle from far away. It's you know, it's not so bad, you know, like it's it fits with the colors. <laughs> but the RBC, when I have to agree with Alex, I even tweeted about it. Like this, the, I, I can't, I, I have. I still have not got, gotten over it. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm i not over it. The RBC, I can't wait for that partnership. To yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think there could have been a better bank. Uh, like, why mm-hmm. doesn't BMO do that? Like, it's isn't that like white and blue? Yeah. Anyways, exactly. whatever. I don't yeah. know. What a joke. Okay. Anyways, um, I can start with a couple items here for the, N- the rest of the NHL, um, so, so that we'll bring that. Was there anything else
1: that you wanted to say about the Habs before we move on from the Habs? I don't think so. Okay. All right. All yours, March.
0: So <clears throat> I just wanted to, so we're yeah, just closing off Montreal here, a few items. I wanted to discuss and to get your opinions, whether or not you had any. But uh, the Vancouver Canucks um, currently on, well, a heater is, uh, you know, not necessarily, I think it's an understatement, 13-6-1. Uh, However, they have kind of cooled off a bit, losing to the the Colorado Avalanche yesterday, 5-2. Um, you know, the top uh, five scores, I think three Canucks. Um, J.T. Miller, Quinn Hughes, and uh, not in order, J.T. Miller, Quinn Hughes, and Elias Pedersen. Um, any thoughts on the Canucks? Do you think uh, – because so Danny has a – I always mention this, but Danny has a good joke about Demko uh, slipping on an eggshell in his kitchen, and then the Canucks are, you know. Uh, <laughs> Dem, uh, he also has uh, – did you mention on the podcast that you uh, bet against the Canucks?
1: I can mention it. I, I bet in the beginning of the season when we did our episode about the uh, season predictions – um, I predicted the Canucks to finish dead last and, and win maybe the lottery or something, you know. <laughs> and um, the previous year, I did the same thing with Boston and they ended up having a record season. So um, <laughs> it seems like my predictions are in line. And yeah, I still have, just because we have a friend uh, out of ours off the show, uh, G-Man, just because I like to chirp him about his favorite team that I always say like, oh, you know, Demko is, uh, the, the the Canucks are one Injury away of becoming a lottery team again, but um, <laughs> it seems like they've done Which a good is, job so far.
0: I think it's I think G Man would kind of agree with you in a way because I think it's fair to say that you know the Canucks do lack a bit of depth that the real champions have. I mean, you know they are they, they you know they are losing, but they've also lost. uh I might be talking about here, but I do think they lost a couple defensemen. I think Ian Cole is still playing, but I think Susie's out with an injury and you know then they start losing. So, you know, if Demko goes, I mean Casey DeSmith has been playing great, but you know, yeah. at the same time that might not last. So and he's not necessarily a starting goalie. We saw what he did in Pittsburgh. So uh but it'd be nice if they uh go back to the playoffs, see what they can do, you know, without having to be in the uh, a COVID season. I uh, we'll wonder when Montreal will get back to the regular season. Uh, playoffs, getting into the playoffs the right way. But um,
1: you, Alex, Alex any,
0: any any thoughts on the Vancouver Canucks?
2: I mean, I don't follow them closely. I know they're doing pretty well. You know, I just looked at the lineup. Like I kind of agree with you guys. You know, they seem to be lacking some depth, but there's some guys that are producing. Like I know Besser is producing pretty well. Just saw he has twenty true, yeah. points in twenty games. I mean, from a guy. You know, all I could hear the last couple of years that this guy was washed and everything, and you just see him come back with 13 goals and 9 assists in 20 games. I mean, I think that's pretty good. But that yeah, is really I mean, good. Um, I think they do lack like that, um, especially on defense. You know, they got Quinn Hughes, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, you never know in, the, in these playoffs, you know.
0: If that, they do the, make it, yes. but I, I think they will, but yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, currently um quinn hughes is you know 31 points in 20 games i mean you know, yeah wow man like this guy is and the thing is you know you might say well you know come on like the guys this is just eric carlson all over again like the guy is playing much better defensively and i don't know if you recall danny um something about quinn hughes and i don't know if you notice it because we mentioned earlier jaden strubel um no comparison at all here i don't think but the skating the queen hughes might be one of the best skaters in terms of, of 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 agility and his you know his corners like the the guy will do like a ring around the rosie around the net and lose two guys uh mm-hmm. i don't think i can name a defenseman on montreal that can do that without you know fumbling and falling over and maybe better. You know, like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, not not like he's never that guy though like he no, might I'm do it at once. It it <laughs> <good>. <laughs> maybe <better. laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, anyways,
1: <laughs> I got you on that. Yeah.
0: One, yeah, yeah, you did. The whole time I'm thinking, yeah. what the? F-? Anyway,
1: young how Gill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, if if so, here's a good compare. Well, not a comparison, but you know, Lane Hudson. If Lane Hudson turns anything like this guy, wow, we got some player. And the thing is, I don't think we do because. Oh, I don't think it's not that we don't have a player, but I don't think that he can become someone like Quinn Hughes because Lane Hudson, I feel, lacks lacks in in certain ways um, that an offensive defenseman does would lack in. Uh, But Quinn Hughes really really shaped himself, and same with Elias Pettersson. Uh, You know, Elias Pettersson was always considered like a twig, and um, I don't know if you noticed, but during the Vancouver Canucks game, there's a little bit of shoving and pushing from uh Mike Matheson and elias Petterson uh I don't know if you remember, but it was Mike Matheson in Florida that basically pushed uh Pettersson right into the the ice really violently um I think Petterson was out for a little bit after that, and people were calling for Matheson's head uh we all remember when uh, Kakanyemi uh did an m m a move on Petterson as well, and then Canuck's fans uh basically you know went to his house. <laughs> so, um, but for the most part, I think their players are really developing nicely. I mean, they're all, you know, they have four over point per game players. Philip Peronik, another defenseman, a partner of Quinn Hughes, uh, point oh, just below point per game. Um, they got really good depth. They have really good scoring. This is, um, do I think that's their actual team? Like this is a consistent year to year production? No. However, I think this is just a team that has really great chemistry and they're clicking and that coach, I give total credit. To Rick Tockett here, because I always consider this guy just another has been, but uh, you know, seeing some things behind the scenes, this guy's a pretty decent coach. Um, anyways, I don't know if uh, you, uh, Alex or Danny, you guys have anything else to say on the Canucks? Any thoughts? Um, maybe the my Lane Hudson comparison.
1: Alex, you want to go first?
2: Um, I don't know. Like I told you guys, I don't follow them like closely, you know, because they usually play late or. Whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, that is true. you know, like you said, I think, do I think Clayton Hudson is going to be a Quinn Hughes? Probably not. I mean, he does have the skill. I think he'll be a t- terrific defenseman for us. But, yes. um, I don't know. I mean, Quinn Hughes had problems with his defense once he started. You know, it's getting better now. Can Lane Hudson do the same? I don't
1: think he can. We'll see. I mean, We'll, well, I'm gonna go against yeah. um, March. I'm gonna go against my my own predi- preseason uh Addiction, uh, addiction. Uh, my preseason prediction <laughs> here. Um, this is the beer, by the way, kicking in, but it's okay. Um, I just wanna, I just wanna maybe ask you guys both a question, but this is kind of a wrong question for Alex because he's he's, he's uh, such a Caulfield fan. But anyways, I'll still ask the question upon I review this 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 um, lineup here, March, but. Let's let's be completely honest here, okay? Habs Habs mm-hmm. roster, including prospects, versus Vancouver's roster, and who cares about their prospects? But let's just say, GT Miller, uh, JT Miller, Pedersen, uh, Besser, Kuzmenko, Garland, um, Demko, Quinn Hughes, and then it kind of falls off there after that. But you know, even the Smith. So. I'm telling you right now, like when I'm looking at these lineups, who would you rather have right now for your team in the future? Is it the Habs or Vancouver, if you could swap rosters?
0: Alex, I'll let you go first on this one.
1: Um,
2: I mean, Suzuki is better than Pedersen, so we take the Habs. This is
0: so true. This is so true. I just said FYI, before people start unfollowing us here, I think this is total sarcasm. (laughs) <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I thought I was the one
1: getting drunk right now but okay <laughs> honestly um,
2: I do like the elite players that Vancouver has which Montreal is lacking yeah. but I prefer Montreal best, you know because they got more I think I believe they have better best guys than Vancouver yeah. so yes, I don't know I agree. So I it's agree. pretty, I it's so. pretty tough because I I have no clue about Vancouver prospects. I wouldn't be able to know if they have any good ones or whatever. But you know, I feel like it's either you go with like you got some elite talent or you go with like a more rounded
1: team at the moment.
2: I, I would give Vancouver the edge, but like I don't I about said, the edge,
1: but like even if like which team would you rather be a fan of? Forget about the logos and the cities and the arenas and the owner. Like, which team would you rather swap? And I'm telling you right now, like, this is more of a team that gets me excited because I'm looking at it here. Tyler Meyer is at 33 and Ian Cole at 34 and, and stuff like that. But everyone else is under 30. So it's not like Besser is 26 and and Patterson is 25, JT Miller the oldest guy maybe at 30. Like it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice core. It's a very nice core. So, um,
0: yeah. What you about know, you, Mike? You know what I? Th- yeah. So I'll just quickly go. So in terms of contract setup, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, they got JT Miller at a very good price con- considering. Uh, my distaste for it, G-Man's distaste for it when it was first signed. I mean, G-Man, and I'm going to call him out here, uh, he was um, calling for Miller's head uh, right before his no trade clause was kicking in saying, we need to trade this guy ASAP. He's horrible. And then, but Rick Tockett really, like, this is the the thing about a, a coach, right? Like he really put everyone's button to gear. Now, now, this is the thing. It, it could also be just a Cinderella period. Like, ask this question. If um, if they go on, like, a 20-game losing streak, you know, ask the same question to us then, right? Like, maybe we'll say, well, you know, they're all 26, but they all stop scoring. Like, the thing about it, the, the, the Vancouver Canucks have good development. Um, they didn't have the greatest drafting. They did draft some good guys. Um, but you know, like the, their GM was the one saying, "Oh, let's get the Jake Vertanans and the Cody Glass." Like they almost drafted Cody Glass, um, but then someone else in their, on their team said to go for Pedersen. So there's there you go. Um, however, I think Montreal does have that depth. I think I think it's not fair to compare the prospects considering Vancouver paid pays their picks for these types of players, so they don't have anyone to draft. They've got uh Tom Villander who's pretty decent. Um, but Montreal is the, you know, K use is stockpiling these things. Um, but we lack the development so far, and we lack, in my opinion, still some drafting. But are the thing about Montreal is they're drafting in the first round. And, yeah, you know, we, we have yet to see here. But after that, it's like holy heck. They got Jacob Fowler, Joshua Roy, like all these other guys, it's like like wow. It's not bad. So where i have to pick, I don't know. I don't know who I'd pick. I think right now, I think Vancouver. Uh, I think Vancouver does have a decent future in the next short period, considering the the contracts as well. Pedersen. Uh, I don't know about Hughes. I don't know what his contract is actually, but I know Pedersen's so. expiring this year. So and Pedersen currently is pretty. I think Pedersen has thirteen goals. So he you know, is
1: the exact same thing as. Um... Suzuki. Seven point eight five.
0: That's that is so good. So good.
1: Uh for five more years. Well three more years.
0: But 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 the thing about Quinn Hughes, I think, is and, and I think it's fair to say this about most defensemen. Is yeah. he's nothing. He's he's something in the regular season, but as yet to see in the playoffs where it matters and whether he can take uh Tyler Myers and you know Philip Ronick's decent, but can he take that team? to the next level and you know you might say well you know he's no Kale McCarr but Kale McCarr does have McKinnon and Rantanen and a Devin Taves next to him right like it's not a fair comparison but at the same time you know w- w- regular season is totally different like you know take take note Leafs fans it's it's not the same thing you know the Stanley Cup is not the same as the President's Trophy so I think the Canucks fans that to also understand like this needs to translate for you to have success or else it's year after year you're just wasting this guy's potential but we'll see i think uh okay. decent team
1: so so thanks alex for um tagging along for this vancouver mini deep dive here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, i'll try totally. to go quickly just, here guys just because we have a few things but uh, uh yeah, we'll no be respectful of your time uh, alex so um next one so again just to recap here on the vancouver thing do we think they're for real or this is a fluke
0: I think okay, Alex. Do you want to go um, take a take a gander? Ah, <laughs> uh, you can go first. Okay, I'll go first. I think uh, I think it's in between.
1: I think it's for and real, it's- even though this is against my prediction. Okay. Yeah. So- um. What about you, Alex? Um. We'll
2: see. I think they. I think they're for real. Will they go all the way? I don't think so. But.
0: So okay. Right now. Playout, it's a play. This is a playoff roster. I think so. Yeah. There you go. You just won so the hearts in. of uh, all our Vancouver listeners.
1: Well, <laughs> speaking of the Vancouver listeners, one of their favorite teams is Boston, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do we feel about uh, Pavel Zaka in Boston?
0: You can go first, Alex.
2: I mean, I didn't think that guy had it in him. He no. proved me wrong. I mean, I, I believe he, he was from the. From? Is he
1: a New Jersey guy?
2: Yeah, that's that is what I was such a say. New Jersey name. Yeah. No, but he's from Czech. But, I mean, he was drafted. No, no, I though. don't mean
0: like he's like, yeah, I know. But I mean, like, like there's certain. Like, when you hear Palmieri, you know, like, you know what team that's from. Like, that's the thing. Like, oh, yeah. like I, I played enough NHL franchise mode to get, like, used to names on certain. Teams, you know what I mean. No, so Zach immediately, but yeah. So yeah, keep going, Alex. I
2: mean, I mean, he's no Bergeron or even Krejci, but I mean, 14 points in 18 games, I think it's pretty decent. Could they add, could could he get more? Probably. I mean, you know, he only had 50 plus points once, and it was last year with the Bruins. Can he keep going? I mean, when you're playing with Pasternak, I mean, I, anything can happen at that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, thing is like he, he had, he's on pace for very similar statistics from his previous season with Boston. So, you know, maybe that scene is a positive or a negative because like the negative here is he's producing the same and, and he was behind a Bergeron and a Krejci when he did that production. But the positive here is he's, not regressing from having top line minutes, um, yeah. so you know on pace for thirty two goals and thirty two assists. Do I think some of this is Pasternak's doing? Yes, um, that guy is you know definitely doing something for this team. However, the team in general is playing fantastic, and it's very similar to their previous season. Will they do the same thing? No, but it's very, but I think they could. There definitely be top. I think they could finish top five. In the NHL this season, based on how they're playing. So, yeah, but Zaka's, uh, Danny, any uh, opinion on Pavel Zaka in Boston? Uh,
1: about him specifically, absolutely none. But uh, I would say that I'm very happy to see Boston doing good. Um, Trader. I know. But it is, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those teams that you don't want to see good doing bad. And for some whatever reason, they're able always to. To retool on the fly and, and keep going really really well i i'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that to be honest with you in such a um, obvious way with uh aging players like Marshawn and stuff like that but um i can't imagine they're gonna they're gonna come up with a new mcavoy and a new uh Pasternak here but maybe they will i have no idea but um i'm happy to see them not struggling i was in the beginning of the season telling everybody that um they should have signed uh Ryan O'Reilly because it was a needed thing and didn't happen, but they obviously don't need him. It doesn't seem like it. So we'll see. That's my that's okay. kind of my opinion on Boston. All Moving right. on from Boston, uh I'm not sure if what there's anything else much you wanted to bring up. Uh
0: oh, um I I could yeah, we could just quickly talk about the Ottawa Senators if you guys want. I mean yeah. um that might be a team that some of us are more um, inclined with, just are not inclined with, but more familiar with. Considering they're in the same division in the Atlantic. Uh, you know, I I am I will admit, uh, you know, I I don't like Tim Stutzla for what he does uh, with his stupid dives. Yeah. No offense, Ottawa fans, but you know, total offense yeah. to uh
1: the, Total offense. You know,
0: to, to Tim. Yeah. <laughs> However, you know the guy is this guy is a superstar. I mean, this guy is a legitimate over point per game player. Um, he this guy's total skill. You know, what was he third overall? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, just yeah, so good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know Claude Giroux still playing well, but the thing is, I'm curious the the shit show that is the Ottawa Senators franchise. Um. You know, the, the, obviously the owner passing away, but then, you know, then the, I guess the daughters took over briefly. They sold the, did they sell the team to somebody? Yeah. Yep. I guess they they sold it. And then, then uh, re- most recently, um, Pierre Dorian was f- f- fired. Yeah. Or did he, yeah. uh, re- anyways, any, anyways it's no longer
1: the. It was strongly suggested to him to, to quit. So. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. So, yeah. He uh, he he quit. Or he, he borrowed without asking. Um, thing is, I don't know who said this quote. And obviously, this is fantastic research from from us. But I'm not an NHL statistician here. Um, hmm. I don't know who said this quote, but I don't know if it was the new GM of Ottawa that said this, or if it was the owner or somebody. But they said, I they said, quote, I, I don't know how I inherited this.
2: Yeah, that's the new <laughs>
0: owner. Was it the owner? Okay.
2: Yeah. You know, <laughs> I
0: just imagine, just imagine Jeff Molson said that about Montreal. Like, uh, what am I doing here? Like, Oh, that's re- That inspires confidence yeah. in the, in everybody. So I don't know what the new GM is going to be doing, but the Ottawa senators have been rebuilding for some time. And I think they've got a, you know, Jacob Chikrin, Sanderson, Teresenko signing. Uh, they, you know, Kachuk is quote unquote captain. um, But, you know, he's, you know, point per game, 10 goals. And they got Giroux and they got all these guys. Like, obviously, you know, Josh Norris, uh, same contract, kind of Suzuki. However, Suzuki's playing better. Um, Take that, uh, Sens fans. Uh, But certain players like, uh, I mean, you look at Shabbat. I mean, seven games, only three assists. But just some things about this team. Like, they've been in this limbo, limbo, limbo. Like, when are they actually going to? Because I was, I totally predicted them to make the playoffs or Buffalo. And both teams are just not showing it this season. Um, I mean, they're kind of, so like Tarasenko is plus 10 and he has 13 points in 15 games. So they've got some production, but like they get a bit of a tail off with their production in terms of their depth. Like Kubalik, this guy was a great scorer in Chicago, right? And he only has five points. He's minus four. Uh, I don't know. So any thoughts on Ottawa and where do you think? So do we recall what we predicted? There Was Ottawa in any of our predictions? Um, did we do, uh, Danny for that episode? Did the only, we do, the only uh,
1: person who does predictions is, uh, is Shane Pinto for Ottawa. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I just realized. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, scandal was that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another, the Ottawa scandals here. Yeah. I mean, players on their Anyways, I um, yeah, what are your thoughts on Audubon where you think they will finish considering how you see their start now?
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: just like you, I had them making the playoffs. I mean, like you said, you look at this lineup, you're like, okay, that's a playoff lineup. And they just yeah. never produce. I think the problem is between the pipes. I mean, they just keep changing goalies. You know, Corpus Allo, I don't think he's the first a starting goalie. I mean, I think he's a great second who can play, like, 35, 40 games a year. But to give him a big load, I mean, they have Forsberg, who I think he's doing well. I don't know. Uh, Let me look at him. Yeah, no, he's doing terrible.
0: Oh, yeah, Anton Forsberg, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
2: But, yeah, no, like, too, I look at this lineup, and you're like, okay, it's a a playoff lineup. And they just don't make it. But they, they always have some terrible starts, which I think comes biting them in the ass in the end but yeah yeah, you know you the the two top lines are doing well I mean it's like you said I don't like him either but he's a point per game player he's 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 a superstar um I don't like Kachuk either I don't like that team at all but (laughs) I mean I I, I did believe they were gonna make the playoffs you know you got Chikrin on defense uh who's not that bad he's not terrible you got Sanderson who's Supposed to be really yeah. good. And, uh, I mean, he's still yeah. good. He's pretty good, but and you got Shabbat who regrets probably in the last couple of years. But you know, he was still a pretty good defensive too. So you, you look at this and you're like, how does this team just? I don't know. Is it the the schedule they have? Is it you know they they just played in Sweden? Is it traveling? I don't know how. Mm, I think the coach DJ Smith should have been fired too because I don't think he's the guy. But no. But,
1: Actually, I, I, mean, had him, I had him getting fired, and by the way, I had him going winning the Jack Adams last year, just just for
0: your information. <laughs> yeah. So that means he's uh, getting kicked on the uh,
1: curb. One hundred percent testament to my genius uh, ability here to to predict things, but yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Danny, any thoughts on uh, Ottawa?
1: Um, I am actually not even concerned with the actual roster. I I think. I feel bad a little bit because just professionally speaking on a purely professional non-hockey way um I am actually put at work right now in the same position as as uh, Dorian where you're just oh, not yeah. for success and you have to fumble to to survive and like everything is hard and stuff like that so I feel bad for him uh, I don't think it was his fault when you you got this guy your owner is like telling you to cut costs on everything and you're trying to build a team and it's just it doesn't work so i feel bad a little bit for him i think he will be easily back somewhere there's a lot of gms worse than him um and then dj smith i agree with alex on this one um i can't wait for the new owner to make his footprint uh on on the team whether that means better marketing better history new rebranding new jerseys new colors new arena i'm not sure what's going to happen there but um, i get a sense that this owner change is going to be the equivalent of going from you know like like some random ownership to an actual rendership like like jeff molson or the guy in vegas Mm. and stuff like that so i do have that feeling Unless the guy is all focused on condos and restaurants, then f- screw this. Then this is going nowhere. So,
0: well, if and when, uh, if Dorian. and when, <laughs> um, anyways, quickly, I'll, I'll I just want one more thing here. I just want to talk with the and then, well, it seems like we have a Canadian, uh, except Boston, but all Canada here. I pulled it up, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, we're, we know the story there. They're looking for a goalie they you know jake allen would be our choice um the thing about it is uh very similar to what ottawa is what you said about ottawa alex is you know they switching goalies and um no one ever works so that they had matt murray and you know i don't know where he is i don't know if he's still injured or if he went on waivers or what um but you know look, look looking at jack campbell he i always considered jack campbell glorified backup anyways i mean notorious for that uh, five-hole goal that uh, Gallagher scored on him I mean that was when I knew uh you know game over uh <laughs> like how do you let that in however can you guys do no, now don't look I mean maybe you guys already looked here but can you tell me where Connor McDavid is in the in ranked in the scoring on that team like is he first is he second like can you guess like Alex I'll let you go first can you guess where Connor McDavid is
1: in terms of what scoring,
0: like fifth or yeah, sixth? scoring points. He's fifth on is, the team. Yeah, I didn't in, in p- points, which is yeah, unheard well, of for Connor McDavid. Yeah, wasn't sorry. He go ahead,
2: wasn't he injured though? Two games. Okay, I thought it was longer than that.
0: Yeah, well, because yeah. they rushed him. I think they rushed him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> because because the thing is, and they rushed him for that outdoor game that no one knew about. Um. <laughs> But they rushed him for that because, I'm telling you right now, McDavid didn't play that game, no one's buying tickets. (laughs) Like, uh, (laughs) screw this, we're not showing up, man, to watch Zach Hyman play. But there's four players above him. Jai Sido, Evan Bouchard is second on the team in points. Uh, Zach Hyman and Evander Kane. Um, Connor McDavid is a minus eight right now with 16 points in 16 games. Technically he would be second on the team, but he's only he's only point per game. Can you imagine that? You know, like me saying he's only point per game, but he's only point per game. They don't really have the depth scoring. Uh, Ex Montreal Canadian Brett Kulak currently a minus ten with only two points in 18 games. Um, Connor Brown, recent addition. I remember what he was gonna do. Oh wow, this guy's great and all this stuff. 12 games, zero points, minus seven. Um, all their goalies, um, three goals against average and above, uh, below 890 save percentage, all three. So Stuart Skinner, Campbell, and Calvin Picard. Stuart Skinner has started most of the games. Um, however, this team I think is not making the playoffs. I think uh, I think wow. Connor McDavid is is I think Connor McDavid and and this is crazy. I don't know what. And you, you talked about your predictions, Danny. I think yeah, exactly. I had Edmonton t- doing something. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it was winning the cup, but I have to go look back at what I predicted, but it was up there. Um I think Edmonton versus New York in the final or something along the lines of that. However, um yeah. So but we're all wrong you considering that? you know Connor McDavid might not even win the win an award with this kind of play. Anyways, yeah. 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 No, else? With, oh, yeah, no,
2: yeah.
0: Totally agree with
2: you. You you look at these stats and you got guys, you know, you got uh, uh, Nugent Hopkins with 14, then it drops off right away to 8, 7, 5, 4, 4, four And you got, you got forwards with like 3 points, Zero, 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 three 3 forwards with yeah. 0 points. Uh, and you got uh Lavois uh, for the Quebecers. Uh, who's got zero <laughs> points in six game two. I mean, you just can't can't win with that. But and you got Nurse no. who's making no. what ten million or something like that. Yeah. How bad is that yeah. contract? Five points for
0: nine point five, isn't it?
2: Like, something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You got five points minus three in eighteen games. Yeah. Yeah. I 14 mean, penalty
0: minutes. Yeah, crazy.
2: Yeah, you, you got the know. best player and dry sidles, and you can't do shit. I mean, McDavid is out of Edmonton probably after the year. Maybe I don't think he got the deadline. Oh, that's but, impossible.
0: I don't think it? it's impossible at all. This can't, this is ridiculous. Unless they, you know yeah, what? But somebody I think asked it's, him
1: to be paid like $17 million a year. Like, he asked for this. What do you expect? Like, a, you know, like. A,
0: <laughs> but he's not even the highest paid player in the league anymore. Like, like yeah. he's getting paid his worth and the, the cap goes up, but like, there's never, right. it's the same fucking you know just like every, it's always going in circles. I think he's out. So I'm going to add an asterisk to that. I yeah. think he's looking at going out or, or, or saying to them, listen, this isn't working. You know, like at some, uh, you know, uh, Tinder date here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, if they don't fire Ken Holland within the season, if, and when, yeah. Yeah. If, and when, that Ken, Ken Holland has to go. And and, and <laughs> I know it's, you know, you're changing coach and changing, changing, changing. But come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go hire, like, um, I was going to say Wayne Gretzky. Never mind. Um, go hire. Um, I don't Benjamin. know. Uh, you know what? Like, that's a better. That is a much better. I, I don't care, man. Like, get him. He'll yeah. get you all the depth defensemen. Yeah, You're, exactly. they find
1: you the charrots and...
0: Oh, you know, yeah. Like instant, good
1: news, instant. I got you Dwight King and stuff like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good news, Andreas Martinson is now on your wing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have, you ever, uh, have you ever been on a power play with uh, Jake Evans?
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Jordan Wheel? Yeah,
2: that's the name I was looking for, the power play marching. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, look, Anyways. I think that yeah, the whole so, bond, I hold, I think the whole Edmonton thing is um yeah. it's just unserious. I mean, they're getting his he, yeah. The kid, clearly, they're catering to his needs. I'm I'm just saying by bringing his juniors coach or whoever like he, he coached in the past. But um, I would say one thing about that is he has a very very strong bond with Drysaddle, and they're very very close friends. And Drysaddle is entering his last year. So the way that they see it is they're trying to win a cup together before they can't anymore, whether it's because of the cap or dry saddle just not not wanting to be there anymore. And if a dry saddle becomes, you know, decides to go revive a franchise, example, like in San Jose or whatever, then things can really get ugly really quickly for the Edmonton owners in terms of McDavid wanting to leave and trying to trade him and getting not much for him and then you're really stuck with all the garbage that you've been accumulating all these years. So it's a tough, tough spot for Edmonton. They they really need to do something quickly. So.
0: I agree, hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh, speaking of uh, or well, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> there's no need for transition. We're family now at this point. So, um. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, what do you guys think of uh, Neilander's uh, next contract? are we are, Alex- are we witnessing the the first fourteen million, or what do you guys think?
0: Alex, I'll let you go with this one. I mean,
2: I was just looking at his contract right now because I, I didn't know how much he was making. You know, he's making less than seven million, and he has like he's a consistent almost point per game player. I mean, do I, I I don't think he's going to sign back in. Toronto. I don't think they can afford him, but if you want, I mean, cause you look, he took a pay cut just to stay there. And he saw Matthews, Matthews got what, 14 or something like that. Mm. Uh, he saw T- Tavares getting like close to 10 or whatever. I don't know. Their contract is pretty fucking terrible, mm. but, uh, and he <laughs> took a pay cut just to stay there. And you look at these guys, like he's not going to take a pay cut. I, I mean, no, Twelve million. He could he could ask for twelve thirteen, I believe. Is it too much? Probably, but the cap is supposed to go up pretty significantly this yeah. year. So, because uh, I look, he got 87, eighty seven, eighty forty two in his last three. You know, it's almost a point per game player considering you know twenty 2020, twenty twenty 2020, twenty and twenty twenty one was a COVID year. I mean, I don't yeah. know he's uh, yeah. he's in the he's over 10 i believe range but yeah I,
0: uh, um, I agree i don't think he's closer to 12 and 13 i think he's more between 10 and 11 um just because i don't think the the regular season points are there i mean not saying that in any way like you know these guys are like playing like you know michael Pozzetta here but you know 87 yeah. points in 82 games is pretty good and 12 goals in 17 games a season is pretty good too however um, I think he asks more from Toronto than he'll ask from like you said the pay cut thing yeah. I think he asked more from Toronto than any other team because of what he's done for them in the playoffs the guy is showing up consistently consistent very consistent um, yeah. and he actually sat out for I don't know if you guys remember when he signed that contract he sat out for half a season because the unwillingness to sign and all this stuff and Um, A lot of Toronto fans didn't like the contract in the end. Um, Not in the end, in the beginning. But in the end, I think they wish they had him for longer on this contract because, uh, you know, payday's coming up soon. Um, I've never been the biggest. Like, the only thing about him, he produces. But, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm sounding like Don Cherry here. Um, Don Cherry did recently, I did see a TikTok of him actually going on a rant about uh, Nylander. The Nylander (laughs) pick when Toronto uh, picked him, uh, saying, why would you draft this uh, useless Swede and all this stuff?
1: Um, When
0: Nick available. Yeah, when Nick Ritchie's available. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) However, you know, (laughs) I will say Nick Ritchie at least goes into the boards. I've seen Nylander literally during the Montreal-Toronto series. Like, the guy will literally avoid fighting for pucks because he doesn't want physical contact. And that's not something you need in the playoffs. Uh, not, not sorry that's not something you n- don't need that's something you w- don't want yeah. and uh um, maybe I'm you know speaking out of my ass here because maybe he does that more than I think, but you know I don't consider him a very physical hitter player I think he's m- mainly the point and and big playmaker that can snipe but you if you have ten points 11 games in the playoffs you know there there must be you're doing your part Toronto needs the other the other parts. And the answer, I, to tell you the truth, I don't think the answer is Ryan Reeves and, and Bertuzzi and Max Domi. Like, oh, we're getting physical. We're getting physical. Max Domi was never a, a, a physical wear-down-the-body guy. Like, he just sucker-punched Eckblad and made him take a picture with a puppy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um De Bertuzzi is, uh, you know, kind of like a, a rat in a way, but at the same time, he's more of a scorer. Like you don't need more scoring in a sense. You have Matthews, you have Nealandry, you have Marner. Get some guys that could. They need Mark Bergevin. They need this yeah. guy to get him a, you know, gain seven hundred pounds at the trade deadline. Like uh, Bergevin said, we gained six hundred pounds. Dwight King, <laughs> Andreas Martin, and uh, who's yeah. the other guy? Oh, um, Steve Ott. Steve Ott. Yeah, gosh. Anyways, I like that guy. <laughs> I did too. I'll never forget that uh, gif of him sticking his tongue out. Yeah. Um, anyways, Danny, what's your thoughts on Nylander? Any thoughts at all?
1: Um, oh, I'm going to sound like that. We, I promise, guys, we didn't even plan this in March, but I'm actually going to sound like the opposite here, and I'm going to say out of all the Europeans in league, other than Lion A and Ovechkin, he is right up there with them for me.
0: Wow, so, this guy uh, turned over a new leaf here.
1: <laughs> I know. Like Nealander
2: uh, is Canadian, though. He is? he's born in Calgary. Oh, sorry, but. <laughs> my yeah. So, oh, he's so uh, yeah, he's born in bad, Calgary. My bad,
1: When I moved I to Calgary, to... I was not notified of this uh, important information. But I mean, I, I... he, he plays for Sweden, but yeah, he's born in Calgary. Well, let, let me get back to the Don Cherry then. March. You see why he's good because he's a Canadian boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh I A beautiful yeah, Canadian I, uh, boy
1: from uh, Saskatchewan.
0: This is crazy. Yeah. You know what? Because I saw this before i even started talking about Nylander, and
1: yeah. I was
0: gonna say, hey, Danny's from Calgary, and then I started saying, oh, he's from Sweden, and oh yeah, the Swede, and what the anyways? Then why so isn't he
1: like in, in Helsinki and and it, not Helsinki? Why is he like in, in Sweden and like in his hometown and stuff like that? Then what's the point with that? And what's the story there? William. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they, 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 right they were in Sweden, like in, in two days ago, or like last week, or whatever. And it was like his hometown, and he's just showing like all his friends. And uh, Hockey Night in Canada was mentioning he bought he bought ninety tickets for his family and friends, and
2: yeah, I think his dad uh, was playing in the NHL. Yeah,
0: Michael Mieland. Yeah, his was dad in was, the was in the NHL. Okay. Yeah, his dad was in the NHL, and he was you know raised in the yeah. So I I feel like. Yeah. Anyways, I okay. so he plays for. I guess he plays for. Yeah, national team Sweden. So
2: yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. know. We'll give him for,
0: for that. So there you go. Here. There you go. I think that's perfect. You know, like he's he's dual citizen. So you know, the, the, he's Swedish, but yeah. you know that part that uh, Danny really likes in him. That's the Canadian. bet, nice. Right. Canadian boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, we're yeah. back to uh, you, I'm Ron. Looking-
1: I'm looking at uh, i'm looking at his dad's imdb imdb his hockey db pick half of the beer and <laughs> I, know, I know um i'm looking at his his dad michael nylander yeah he played in um he played in calgary for 96 98 and 99. so yeah right. so that, that's kind of probably when nylander was born was he was he was living in Vancouver, in calgary so uh his dad his dad is a legend uh, a center. He played 900 games in the league uh, and 200 goals. So he was pretty, pretty loyal to that European uh, stereotype. So excellent. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, that's. I don't know if we have anything else, March. Uh, otherwise. Uh, yeah.
0: No, not really. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, Alex, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about. I mean, we kind of went over what I think was important in our most recent uh, recent uh, games since our last uh, episode and and some other topics we want to talk about. Obviously, these things are still continuing, So, and some of these things might be a bit outdated. I mean, uh, Edmonton's Oilers' uh, slump is definitely not. But, um, yeah, any other thoughts, Alex? I just want to say, cold coffee, it was still the goat that's it. Cole Caulfield's still the goat. Yep. Um, I, okay. I, I want to make uh, a
1: pitch there. I want to make a pitch. So if we ever decide, <laughs> Alex, to have a dedicated episode just for Cole Caulfield, how long can you fill this in? How many uh, minutes can we get out of you here?
2: Can you for take hours. the full week off?
1: <laughs> 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 Special if guest. If and when. A special guest with his parents uh baby pictures yeah you gotta thank them yeah exactly
0: yeah thank um, them yeah
2: for that I, night. I could do a full hour on that
1: <laughs> i have to say i have to give him credit me and March we always say the same thing about caulfields where every time that he does an interview you might as well change the channel but um <laughs> he, his recent interview with La lapoche bleu was actually pretty cool uh, yep. They got the most out of him. So uh, do you want to give a little bit of highlights on that before we go?
2: I mean, I, I, do, I do believe people should just go watch it because, you know, it's a pretty good interview by Cole. Like you said, you watch him, you know, he, he's got the awesome answer. He, he was uh, thought how to talk. But in that one, you know, there's some good points, you know, uh, from when he started against Calgary, you know, where he goes that, uh, in the plane, you know, there was a guy like Foley, uh, Carey that told him to go in the back of the plane, you know, with them. Yeah. Uh, that he liked that. Uh, you know, he 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 tells a funny story when uh, when he shot a puck uh, right in in Price's uh, face during the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, my favorite part though was when uh, he said that uh, uh, about the draft when uh, the Habs brought him to dinner and he. He ordered this huge ice cream yeah. sundae and that he yeah. crushed it. I found that so hilarious. Like, because, you know, there was guys like uh, uh, Timmons, Bergevin, La Pointe, you know, all these big biceps dude, you know, that they want to eat chips and you got Cole fucking ordering a uh, big ice cream sundae. You know, I mean, that's just Cole. Uh, uh, I think people should go watch it. I don't think, it, I. It, I believe
1: it's like 30 minutes. So
2: not that long, but I mean, it's pretty
1: good i oh, really not liked it fun. exactly no, it was pretty good I, I highly uh recommend it and at the same time you know we we, we began this episode by talking a little about about the games that uh, the habs recently played and i talked about zegras being out and not being with anaheim to be honest with you and i'm not going back to anaheim Yeah this is the zegras this is a, Zgr- this is a a Caulfield comment here, but the way that I was seeing Anaheim move and the way that they're they're a very hard team and they're always like hitting everybody and aggressive and and all of these things, this doesn't match at all with the way Zegres plays. And the fact that he's a very close friend with the Hughes, Hughes brothers and Zegres and all these players, he actually, I think he spent the night or went to dinner with Zegres before the game. Um, my dream would be to see these two reunite. Um we could be really in for something extremely special if we see those two on the same line. So I'm I'm waiting for that to be honest.
2: And you pair them with yeah. uh, with Kirby Doc.
1: No, you 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 pair them obviously with <laughs> No. Uh,
0: hey, get the get the heck out of here, man. <laughs> you're
2: Ridiculous.
0: You're... <laughs> I mean, now that you've said that, by the way, Cole Conference projected to have less goals than he did in half a season last season.
2: No, he's there you go.
0: Take that.
2: No, he's going to get more. Well, I could just say, you right. know, Kirby's not there to help him.
0: Kirby's <laughs> no, but not I, there to help
2: I him. He's gonna, I believe he's going to come out of the slump. You know, he uh, usually he's a five-on-five five scorer. You know, that's mostly what he did uh, since the beginning of, of his career. So I, I just think he's he's going to pick it up. I mean, you know, he's playing with Slav. No, no disrespect to Slav, but, you know. No, please not do. Not easy playing yeah. with a player like uh, like that,
1: either. But <laughs> no, but if if you uh, but if you uh, please If you, do. Put the, if you bring Zegers with the uh, with uh with Caulfield, you gotta pair them with either Yolanin or Josh Anderson and stuff like that, you know. So uh... you don't
2: pair Cole with Anderson anymore, bro. That's just not working.
1: It is It is exactly what we need. It's, it's just a guy...
0: No, we need to put Slavkovsky Center and Anderson and Coffield.
1: And Allen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so... This
1: has um, been fun. Anything else you guys want to talk about?
0: Nope, that's it for me. I think uh, I it was a fun episode. Uh, thank you again, Alex, for joining us. I mean, understand understand... Um, I was about to say this was last minute but at the same time uh uh things a few things changed but thanks for joining us so like we said Danny mentioned a few mentioned that Cole Caulfield episode he's not joking <laughs> like you know we're kind of thinking in, in alternate things you know that's we true. specialize we specialize in these deep dives on teams and that's something we really enjoy doing and um I'd like to get back to it just be, but the only thing is it takes a lot of effort from both Danny and I to to kind of um prepare for those but at the same time there's nothing stopping us from doing a, a a deep dive and it doesn't have to take an entirety the entire episode but doing a section on a player and i think it'd be perfect to have you know a, a well-known guest as yourself to talk about it, your favorite player in cole caulfield for a little bit sure. so for three hours here yeah. yeah for yeah yeah that's what i mean by a little bit yeah usually yeah 40 minutes but it'll be like you know anyways yeah. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> That's it for me, Danny. You want to close this off?
1: No, that's it. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, Alex, um, we forgot to ask you, but you want to put in your social handle before we before we end it here?
2: Yeah, sure. My uh, ex-Twitter, whatever you want to call it, is <laughs> called Goldfield. Uh, same for Instagram. Um, yeah, hey, that's pretty much it.
0: You can tell he's a Nick Suzuki fan, now.
2: Huh? Mm. Exactly.
0: Big 14 guy. <laughs> 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 you... Kirby Doc. anyways alright well it's been a okay. pleasure
1: guys um, thank you so yep. much for, for our audience here and for our guest and we'll see you all uh, next time
0: alright all see right. ya bye guys new episodes drop every week on Spotify Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at C2CTHP